Welcome everyone to The Real Reporters, that one show that I killed off, but I bring back every once in a while just to annoy Jeff, and we actually have topics. Uh, this is our special WandaVision series in review, I guess we should call it. Yeah, this will accurate. We'll probably end up doing ones for every one of these Marvel shows that come out, but of course WandaVision being the first one, uh, we wanted to talk about this because we just finished it today. Uh, I'm your host, Todd Harden. I have Jeff Stevens with me. Everybody else is dead. They can die. Um, (laughs) Jesus. All right, Jeff. So we both watched the end of WandaVision today. Yeah, I watched it probably about a couple hours ago. I watched it earlier today. Um, Let's go over the, the basis of this before we go into spoilers, which there will be spoilers. So if you're watching on the live stream... If you're listening to the recording, there will be spoilers. Be warned. Um, going going back to even the beginning of the series, were you hyped up for this before what? it came no. out? Because no, I was no. So basically, when I first started seeing stuff about it, I was like, it looks kind of interesting, but WandaVision, like the characters themselves, are not the most interesting to me. Right. Uh, so when they're like, Hey, we're doing a TV show about these two characters and it's going to be, you know, multiple different sitcoms. And it was just kind of like a weird, uh, thing that I wasn't really that interested. And then they said, well, it's going to tie into the MCU in a larger way than ever before. And I was like, they also said that about agents of shield. And we all saw how that went. So I didn't watch agents of shield. They, Um, did you watch all of it? I I watched all of it except for the last season. I is think. it currently still airing? No, it is done. What it about is... Peggy Carter or Agent that Carter? Finished after I think two seasons, maybe. Gotcha. Um, so, which Peggy Carter actually had um, Agent Carter, whatever it was called. Yeah, Agent Carter actually had a little bit of a nod in Endgame. Because the it? guy who, yeah, the guy who played Jarvis, the the butler, was actually in Endgame. Oh, not Paul Bettany. No, yeah, not Paul Bettany. Which, by the way, people talk about Elizabeth Olsen a lot for WandaVision, and we'll sing her praises in a bit. Yeah, Paul Bettany did a really good Paul job. Paul Bettany in killed this. it. He um, was phenomenal through and through. I also had no idea that's who it was. I never knew that Jarvis's voice was Paul Bettany until probably Infinity War. Oh, really? Uh, no, no. Age of Ultron. Because I was curious about who James Spader was fucking with. Because who doesn't oh. love James Spader? Um, yeah. No, I, I've no... I've, oh, shit. I want to say it was Iron Man 2 is when I really like cared about who it was. Um, yeah. Paul, but that's actually kind of a funny story if you ever watch. Like, he was... Um, he was pretty down on his luck. Like whenever he got the call from John Favreau to be like, Hey, uh, well, I want you to come in and do the voice of Jarvis. Um, like he was basically with a producer. The producer was like, yo, I'm going to fuck it. Like you're done with this town. Like you're, you're not going to be working anymore after this. Like five minutes later, he gets the call. And John, uh, John Favreau gets so much credit in my mind nowadays, which he didn't originally. Um, 
Yeah, I, I didn't realize how integral he was because he directed the first three. He directed all three Iron Man movies, right? Or at no, least two. He did no, two. He, he did one and two, and then he stepped away into the producer role after that. He acted in three. Yes, he did act in he's three. He's also in a bunch of the Avengers movies because he's happy. Yeah, he's he's been pretty much a staple. Right. And he also the... produced a lot of them, right? Yeah. So let's get back to this. So as far as WandaVision goes, um, I had no, I didn't care really too much about it um, until I started hearing rumors. I didn't, did you start watching it week one? Like yes. when it came out? Okay. Yeah. Cause I didn't. And I remember yeah, you, you caught up. I remember you being like, oh, you need to watch. And I was like, eh. And then I started hearing rumors that this was going to be how they were going to bring the X-Men in. Okay. I was like, I don't know if this is true or not, but I would like to, I would like that to be. So I started watching it because if you don't know, again, these are technically spoilers for the comics, not the MCU. Right. Uh, Wanda and her brother are the children of Magneto, correct? Uh, it depends. So. It depends on how, like, which mythology you're following. The so... one that ends up with House of M. So she actually. Uh, creates them out of souls. No, 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 not her kids. Her and Pietro oh. are the children of yeah, I Magneto, so. correct? Yes, I believe so. Okay, in, in the comic continuity. Yeah. Um, not the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is, of course, what we're leaning into, so we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I was excited for that. Um, yeah, let's see. Which it didn't end up happening. Um, right. Which is, it's fine. Uh, the only the only thing I'll say about this one, this particular show, and I really hope that this is not the case for all of the MCU shows that they're coming out with, because Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming out um, pretty soon. I don't remember the exact date. You cannot make me more excited. Like, there is no way that I could be even the slightest bit excited for Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, so actually, no... that comes out that comes out March nineteenth. Okay. Um, and that's six episodes. Good. It's probably um, a good idea to be less episodes. Yeah. So, but the the only problem I have had overall with Wandavision was that it really felt like a backdoor pilot for other things. Like and what? Like uh captain rambo oh um, okay they're like hey you know she this this chick's gonna be in uh, captain marvel hope you're you know ready for that and uh you know by the end of this you're like oh uh obviously this is leading into doctor strange too because you know stuff like that happens um yeah so like it felt it felt necessary but at the same time, it also felt like it was just another setup for something bigger, unfortunately. Gotcha. I mean, in, in theory, all Marvel properties are trying to set up something else. At this you are point. not wrong. You're not um, wrong. Again, like I said, I started watching it because of possible House of M, mut Mutant, X-Men stuff, uh, which, spoiler alert, did not happen. Um, so what did you think of how they did the era pieces like the time pieces 
So I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know about you, but I grew up watching um, like the Andy Griffith show and Dick Van Dyke and shows of this era when I was growing up um, just because it was on public access channel TV. And like, that's especially when I was like sick from home, like that's what I would watch. So um, watching them like kind of emulate this era uh, each era as it were um was really neat and kind of interesting to see how they did especially the aspect ratios and just the overall like set dressing and everything was incredible if you look in the background they even have like advertisements that were like period authentic period appropriate yeah so it's it's just kind of crazy i will say that like the production value of this show kind of blows my mind because, because it's it, not TV show quality. No, it's movie it, fe- quality. it feels like you're watching an MCU film, just which, like which I'll bring up as we talk about the finale later. Because yeah. the finale blew my mind. I was like, "This is the movie quality." Um, so I could be wrong. What was episode one based on? Like roughly, like uh, I Love Lucy era. No, I want to say Dick Van Dyke era. Well, they mentioned Dick Van Dyke in a later episode, like two. So then the very first episode. Hold on. Let me see. One episode one was Dick Van Dyke, according to Andrew. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, well, yeah, because Dick Van Dyke way, and I love Lucy. Quick aside. We're streaming on Twitch, if you don't know. Uh, my favorite thing is it stopped Andrew's message because he wrote the words Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> and it held it for Dick and Dyke. Then it was like, thing. wait a second. Yeah, I was like, I had to let it go through. Um, what was episode two again? So episode two would have been Bewitched and I Dream of Genie. So that was the I Dream of 60s. Genie. Okay. Then episode three was Mary Tyler Moore, correct? Episode three, yeah. Mary, Mary Tyler Moore, Brady Bunch, Charlie's Angels. And then by the time episode five rolls around, now you're getting to like full house growing pains. Yeah, it was growing pains and all that. Um, And then six was current mostly. Seven was Malcolm in the Middle. Eight was just in current time, and the season finale was also Modern Family. Yeah, Modern Family. Oh, is that what the reference was? Yes. So whenever she's like sitting in the living room talking to the camera, um, that's definitely Modern Family. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, which we'll go into the weird twist of that in a bit. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the different time pieces were very interesting to me. Um, I didn't watch a lot of these shows. Um, I watched, I watched like Mary Tyler Moore show. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I watched Growing Pains, that kind of thing. Um, but it was it was kind of interesting as we were going. Um, also, as you mentioned earlier, they changed the aspect ratio quite often. Yeah. Um, they also mention it in the show where they have to keep getting new TV um, because as they advance, the standard isn't the same, so the TV doesn't work correctly. Yeah. Um, whereas I think I saw like four TVs before they just kind of were like, oh, we're in the current time. Um, a couple things I want to talk about, um, involving that, um, 
the side characters were very well done for being um for not giving a lot of like a lot of time they didn't have a lot of time um but i so particularly co-workers yeah particularly monica rambo was actually really well done i thought um the actress player did a really great job the scene of them showing like the snap bringing everybody back um we definitely didn't really get that in endgame it was kind of like instantaneous so you didn't really think of like the ramifications of it um but seeing people just pop into view people who hadn't been there five years prior or rather they were returning back to their exact same spot you know five years prior was kind of crazy um brings up a lot of other questions like what if they're on an airplane when they were snapped originally and etc they just reappear in the air yeah um, so i don't i don't know but um you get a lot of like emotional uh just a, a really huge emotional toll like when she gets back she's like i'm looking for my mom i was like oh well she died of cancer five or three years ago or whatever and you're just like fuck like you immediately know a lot about her character um just from the get-go so so she was in captain marvel as a child correct Correct. she was uh the little girl commander trouble i think was her nickname see i don't remember that from captain marvel i barely remember captain marvel to be honest captain marvel was kind of a forgettable movie if we're going to be honest with you there's a few moments in there that are like "Ah, that's kind of cool for the most part um i enjoyed captain marvel but i wasn't like this is the best movie ever um is better than thor the dark world but that's (gasps) not really a high bar that's also like the lowest rated movie in the entire series if you looked at the production history of that movie, you'd be like, how the fuck did this thing even get made? How did it go so wrong? Yeah. Um, was this the first mention of sword? Yes. So this is definitely the first mention of a sword in the universe that we've seen. Um, sword being very similar to shield, but more dealing oh. with uh, outer space into uh, you know threats and such. Weaponry, that kind of thing. Yeah, so it's definitely cool to get an introduction to that. And it's it's really neat that they're using a show to introduce these newer elements to the universe instead of just like keeping it kind of contained to the movies. So kind of a blessing and a curse, right? Now we're going to have to watch the TV shows for everything in order right. to really be like up to date on things. See what I thought sword was going to end up being was either Hydra or aim. Like one of those. Yeah. Two. I feel like aim still has a part to play at some point. They were right. in Iron Man three. Oh, that's right. They were. But um, I still think they're, cause they're constantly like referred to like, I think Modoc. Right. Is, um, which random tangent. Did you know that there's a TV show about Modoc on, I want to say Hulu and Patton Oswalt plays him. What? But it's like a CG Modoc show and it's a mature rated version. So like he's swearing and shit. That's pretty awesome. 
yeah i i don't know how it came up in my feed no idea where it came from but yeah that's apparently a thing that exists i always um, i don't know why but i always associate modok with dc even though it's marvel i don't uh, know yeah. what about it but something about it uh modok if you don't know is an acronym for uh mental or mobile or mechanized organism designed only for killing yeah uh he's basically nowadays he's gwenpool's arch enemy more than anybody else um granted gwenpool is a whole other scenario that i'm not even bringing into this because uh, she ain't <laughs> showing up in mcu ever probably um i really enjoyed learning more about sword you know they're going to end up being corrupted similar to hydra um, well i mean we already have that though yeah like, it's like the corruption's already there unfortunately right um, um they brought back cat dennings i'm torn about that i love cat dennings i listen aside from the massive boobs like i love cat dennings so i liked i thought she was good in the first thor movie and then you start to realize oh she's just kind of like the funny comic relief which is all she is good for yeah but like i don't i kind of find her character a little annoying in this i don't I know mean, why you gotta assume they were trying to get stars but he said no it's possible you gotta assume that they were doing that it's definitely possible i mean it's not like they could get natalie portman yeah i mean listen the fact that they got um Vig- or, uh, paul bettany and elizabeth olsen to be like hey we're gonna throw you on a tv show i bet this um, was a film like a tv show i i 100 doubt it was because it's like i said it's very uh cinematic like you could tell they fucking invested a ton of money into it oh yeah um we'll go into the actual like hex and stuff like that in a second um just kind of going back to it uh cat dennings uh fuck what is jimmy woo's real name or is that his real name? Oh, no, it's not his real name. Um, <laughs> you know, you know where else he's from, though. It's right? John. Chris- well, it's Jim from The Office, right? Uh, Randall Park. Randall Park. Yes. Um, he's also he's been in a ton of things, but for me, he'll always be Jim from The Office. Which um, is funny because he was doing an interview, and he's like, "I don't even remember really doing that." I mean, he was there for like two seconds. Yeah, he was like, that was kind of fun. And then, like, it just, it was the last season of The Office, I think. Either last or second to last, yeah. Um, I don't know. They, I really liked his character a lot. Um, he is an Ant Man on the Wasp, is what is his first appearance. Right. But the, the callbacks are really cool, especially like he finally, when he introduces himself to Rambo, he does the card trick that, which you learned from Scott Lang, correct? Yeah, yeah Scott Lang just couldn't or that he had done in his like quarantine state or whatever you want to call yeah. it we'll call it quarantine even though it was like house arrest because it was pretty much the same thing nothing of quarantine <laughs> it was pretty much the same randall thing. park yeah, yeah. um i i loved the character um you can tell he will now have a much bigger role overall um kind yeah of he's connecting. supposed to be back he's supposed to be back in the next ant-man movie I didn't even know they were making another Ant-Man movie. They are, yep. With Paul Rudd again? Yep. Okay, I'm, I'm down. I love Paul Rudd. Um, 
see. I can't really think of anybody else of note that I wanted to bring up before we start kind of going over the plot. Um, can you think of any other like guests or anything that you were like, oh, cool? Um, I, I in terms of performances, um, the guy who played Haywood, kind yeah. of generic villain dude. Didn't really get much from his performance. He looked like he would have been like third string in Hydra. Yeah. Um, if sword. anything, the one person that stole the entire show for me was Agnes. Yeah, which we'll get into in a second. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, so let's go over the pot. Once again, spoilers are about to happen. Uh, we're going to kind of bounce around. So let me get this straight. Wanda was heartbroken because she lost vision. Yeah. Five years pass from mm. vision dying. She then decides to go to New Jersey. And out of grief, she takes over the entire city. Kind of. She was one of the people that were snapped. Wanda? So, yes. So she came forward five years. Oh, okay. So she came forward five years. She learned that Vision obviously didn't get snapped back because he died technically before <laughs> he died before the snap. snaps. Right. So she came back. She basically participated in the battle. All that got finished. And then she kind of had to deal with the fallout of losing her lover. Got it. So she that she, that's why it made it didn't make sense to me for a minute. I was like, I'm kind of confused on. Like timeline. Why did it take five years for her grief to get that bad? Right now. Yeah, it was because it was right after the snap. Got it, got it, got it. So again, in the comics, her powers are reality warping. It's similar here. Stop it, Kevin. It's similar here, but not really in the same way that it is in the comics. Um, so she uses a hex. Um, she takes over this entire city, reprograms everybody's brain, creates, recreates the vision, which we'll go into later on how she did that. Um, and she decides to live her life. Yeah. Makes up a job for vision where literally they're inputting data, but they're not sure what they're inputting data for. Um, she's a homemaker. They, they're going about their business. The first episode, like we said, is set in the 50s, 60s era. Right. Um, which, by the way, they had the mom from that 70s show. Yeah. Which made me so happy. It, it, dude, immediately as soon as you pop up on screen, Julia goes, Kitty! Yeah, Kitty <laughs> uh, Foreman. Yeah. Yeah. Great actress. I love her to death. Um, episode one didn't really have anything to me. It, Other than just like setting up, they're an alternate world, basically. It, it started to get a little weird, especially right when, you know, they all sit down to dinner and things start to get a little off kilter. Um, which kind of just like, I that's one thing I did appreciate about the show. Like, they didn't like throw the weirdness in your face from the get go, right? It really started to build up. Um, so episode one was set 100% in Westview. Yes. Not, there was no bit of reality at all. Um, episode two starts out in Westview again. 
they allude to they allude to Vision and Wanda having sex, and then it cuts to a near brand new version of the Bewitched intro, basically. Yes, um, which was so well done. Um, then you start. Then they start introducing bits of reality, and you can start telling, "Oh, there's something up here." Um, she runs into a toy helicopter. I'm not sure how that toy helicopter made it in. Oh, it was a drone, right? Yes. It was a drone that made it through the hex wall and it got changed by her powers into something that fit the aesthetic, which was a toy helicopter. Correct. Um, then you meet, did you meet Agnes first episode? You met Agnes first episode. Yes. Um, her neighbor, nosy. She was very, uh, Ethel Merman, uh, kind of character or a Rhoda kind of character. Um, very in your business, but also helpful. Um, I don't know who that actress is, but she is fantastic. I love her to death. Oh, hold on. I'll find out for you. Um, you start to see the cracks slowly as things start to progress. Obviously, we, we ran into the toy helicopter, which was actually in color while everything else was black and white. Um, Catherine Hahn, by the way. Catherine Hahn. So as... Elizabeth, or I'm sorry, Wanda is talking to this blonde lady. Once again, forget her name. It's like Dottie or something. Dottie. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the more stressed out that Wanda gets, the more cracks start to appear. Um, they're trying to communicate with her via the outside via radio because everything is like old timey. Yes. Wanda starts losing her full mental capabilities which leads to Dottie cutting her hand and her hand having colored blood instead of black and white, um, which is another thing that kind of throws Wanda for a loop. Um, I always heard something about Elizabeth Olsen not liking the original costume for Scarlet Witch. Is that a thing? Uh, it's possible. Um... Well, they sure had her in a leotard, like episode two. Um, she was in that little outfit for the magic show. Um, really hilarious story about Vision getting his uh, mechanics Gum. gummed up, which yeah. makes no fucking sense, but it works at the same time. Yeah. Uh, really good episode, episode two. Um, once again, no real outside talk. Um, I think there's a little bit. No. Nope, episode no, it's, two it's doesn't the third. Have it's the third episode, which I think is we interrupt this broadcast right. is when you really start to figure out the bigger picture. Uh, Monica Rambeau is introduced. You get Jimmy Wu, I think Jimmy is the, the FBI agent. Um, and you get introduced to kind of like sword and everything else. Well, uh, the end of episode two, that beekeeper comes out of the, out of the sewer. Yeah, that, that is accurate. So, the end of episode two that Wanda and Vision are talking in the road and all of a sudden a manhole cover opens and a beekeeper, quote unquote, I'm saying this with quotes, steps out of the manhole with the sword logo on his back. Um, obviously, he was not wearing that outfit when he went into the hex. We'll talk about that later. Um, but all Wanda says is no in a very aggravated tone. And then the entire episode rewinds a little bit. Then the guy's gone. Right. 
So clearly it's starting to show she has more and more strength. She is in control of everything here. Uh, into episode two, she is pregnant? Yes, she's barely pregnant. Uh, and also it turns into color, which yes. is cool. Um, didn't they? Didn't the color change happen during Bewitched as well? Like, didn't it start in black and white? I feel like, yes, it did. And then it ended up in color? Yes. Um, really cool transition where it goes from black and white to color. Yeah, she's pregnant. Um, Wanda's pregnant. Don't ask me how, because I don't know. Um, and then you cut to episode three. When reality starts to hit, they have Cat Dent. Or, I'm sorry, four. Episode four. Episode three, she has the kids. And That's what it is. And then it's Geraldine. Geraldine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You meet the the neighbors and stuff like that, and they're all hilarious in their own way. Um, Vision and Wanda are trying to figure out how to be parents before the babies are born. Uh, she's rapidly like approaching her due date. Uh, in a matter of hours, her belly gets bigger. Right. Um uh, you meet Geraldine, uh, who is Monica Rambo. Did was that revealed at that point, or was no? That? So she basically, uh, she it's it's shown that she's not who she says she is, especially when right. she's like, "Wait, because Ultron kills your brother Pietro." Right, yeah, yeah. So uh, you start to see Wanda cracking once again because as the more stressed out she gets. The more things change, Wanda is walking around and all of a sudden her jackets are changing. Right. Uh, the plants are changing. A stork appears randomly. As right. Alluding to babies, of course. Um, Wanda has the babies. Geraldine helps her push. And they have beautiful babies that are already umbilical cord cut. All this shit done instantly. Um, then they're talking... Uh, Wanda and Geraldine are talking. Brings up her brother. She says his name was Pietro. Right. And Monica goes, well, he died by Ultron. Um, the next thing you see is Wanda throwing Geraldine through building after building after building out of Westview. Uh, by the time Vision gets back in the house, the walls sealed up, acts like nothing happened. But as that's happening, the neighbors that Vision's outside talking to are starting to malfunction. They're acting like robots that are kind of off their programming. They can't yeah. continue to think. It's kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Westworld. Kind of reminded me of Broken Attractions at Disney World. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, yeah. Um, also, Agnes, the entire time, is still pretty much fully functional, which is kind of a hint which we'll get to in a bit. Um, Geraldine gets thrown out and you're like, okay, that's weird. And then all the cops show up, uh, jumped episode four. We get her backstory. She's Monica Rambo. She's part of technically sword. Technically, uh, Jimmy Wu is in, with the FBI. Uh, they're trying to investigate weird episode episode four was weird that's when they introduced cat dennings where she's like oh they're broadcasting over tv signals which again weird um that's where it shows back in time jimmy woo talking through the radio to Correct. wanda 
And that's where it also connects to part of the beekeeper. The beekeeper was a soldier tethered to the outside of the hex, but the second he went through the hex, it cut his cable and turned it into a jump rope. Because as we're learning, if something goes through the hex, Wanda's powers change it to conform with the theme that they're currently in. Which Which is talking about her power real quick, right? Right. Like it's it's been established that she's powerful. Like by the most like one of the top. But not quite this powerful. Uh, I mean she was one on one in Thanos. Yes, I I agree. He, but at the she same was time, the one that made him panic in Rain Fire. True. Like that tells me the only other person that was near that level was Captain Marvel. Right. Which we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, at the end of episode four, as Wanda's becoming more and more stressed, for a split second, you see the true vision who is dead. Don't forget that. He is yes. way far dead. So she basically sees zombie vision, um, which is also a title of a zombie movie, probably. Um, episode four is kind of interesting to me. Um, episode five on a very special episode. I, I love that title. Um, start to see more cracks in everything. Uh, Monica Rambo wakes up outside of the hex, um, knowing what happened, knowing she's realized that Wanda is messing with these people, maybe not on purpose, but she is. Um, the children are rapidly aging. They go from babies in minute one to I would say seven year olds by episode or by minute fourteen. Wanda is just out and about using her powers now. Vision's starting to go very suspicious of that because shouldn't be using your fucking powers, which makes him start to question things. Um, is this the episode where you find out about the the clothing? Yes. Okay, so Monica gets out of the morgue, or not the morgue, she's not dead, sorry, uh, out of the hospital, and they, she finally starts to investigate um, because she was wearing different clothes. So turns out the clothes that she was wearing, which were 70s theme, were the exact same clothes she was wearing when she went in the hex, just reality warped. So she was wearing like bell-bottom pants, and very 70s attire, but it was made of the same Kevlar as her original bulletproof vest and outfit. So it's showing that Wanda's not creating things new. She's rewriting existing. Which and is that's what starts to cause the question about the children. Yeah. Which, which this is technically in line with what her powers originally right. were she like reality. She does not create reality. Correct. Um so it starts to dive in farther. Um, they connect to the internet at Vision's work and they fucking email this dude, which is my favorite thing. Yeah. Because they keep calling it electronic mail and the internet and they're very like blown away by it. So Vision at this point is starting to suspect that something is wrong. Um, he unlocks one of his co-workers mind because he can tell something's up 
and you see this dude suffering. Like he is like breaking down the second his powers unlocked his brain. He's like, I'm in pain. I can't sleep. All this. Envision has to put his brain back to the way that Wanda did it. So again, he's growing suspicious. It's starting to, you can see that either she is weakening or he is getting smarter. Um, end of episode five kind of blows my mind. Uh, they sent in a drone into Westview and it somehow survived. Um, Wanda walks out of the hex and her full Avengers outfit randomly too. I was like, where, where'd that outfit come from? Um, with the drone in hand, they're pointing guns at her. Uh, she then hypnotizes all of the fucking soldiers to aim at the head of sword and then walks back in and makes the hex more powerful. I'm just like, okay. Uh, Also their dog dies, which it'll be, it'll be a lot funnier later on in the episode Um, or later on the show. Um, Episode five also had their argument during the credit scene. That was so well done to me. Yes. Like they're talking you can tell Wanda is done with this conversation. So she forces the credits to appear. It's like on a TV show. Like you don't want to see the nastiness. You want to see maybe annoyance with each other. And then the episode ends. So that's what Wanda does. And all of a sudden vision's like, no, we're going to have this discussion. He acknowledges that credits are running. He's like, what is going on? Um, they argue for a good five minutes or so. And then it turns into a power struggle. They both like fly at each other and kind of stand off of each other where vision is now questioning. Where are we? What happened to me? What happened to us? Where did our kids come from? Wanda says, what what was that line? Uh, Vision says, you didn't make this choice for me. Um, Wanda says, let me handle it. Vision's asking, what's outside? And this scene right here, I was like, are they about to fucking fight? And they did. Well, it's heavily alluded to. Yeah. I mean, I meant like battle fight, not like like fight fight. Right. No, what I'm saying is like every single... So that's that's the thing about these promotions. Anytime they showed... A promotion they had this scene pop up and you're instantly like oh fuck they're about to fight but then they get interrupted you get interrupted by the door and it is kick-ass for one i don't remember his real name uh tyler taylor or something evan peters kick-ass is named evan peters this is the actor's name is evan peters you're thinking of aaron taylor johnson is that the other Quicksilver, the one that yes. dies? Yes. Who the, was Kick-Ass. The actual MCU one, right? Right. Who played Kick-Ass. Right. Okay. All right. I got that wrong. Um, Pietro, no, which is... Well, you're not technically wrong. Evan Peters was also in Kick-Ass. Oh. He was his friend. I'm smart either way, then. Um, but for the people that don't know, this is the... the Fox uh, MCU, Fox technically. Fox X-Men... Pietro, the one from the one with the famous scene from uh, 
was it Days of Future Past where he yes. ran around the room? Which, as soon as this happens, it brought up so many questions, right? It's yeah. like, oh shit, are they finally merging the Fox universe and the MCU? Because those rights are now finally a thing. Right. And um, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, I was right. I was watching the show for a reason. Uh, <laughs> and God, we'll go into that in a second. The next episode starts the Malcolm in the Middle intro, which is great. pretty good. Uh, Halloween episode. Wanda is in the OG outfit. Vision is in his OG outfit. They look stupid as shit. Um, it's pretty funny. Uh, Pietro has his powers. He has his Quicksilver abilities, um, which is interesting. Um, but we'll get into the reason why he has that later. Uh, you go back to Sword. They're still investigating. Um, they arrest Jimmy Woo, Monica Rambo, and Kat Dennings, which I forget her name. Um, Darcy. Darcy, yeah. Darcy Lewis. Um, Halloween's happening, so all the kids are trick-or-treating. But then it starts to dig deeper. It goes back into the real... Oh, we didn't talk about the ads. We'll talk about those in a bit. Um, this is where it started to get creepy. Yeah. Um, when Vision gets to the edge of town, like to the very edge of town... And there's the lady that you just showed. She's in her front yard, like moving the clothesline up and down. And you just see like a single tear coming down her face. Right. And then you notice the guy in the background is literally just picking up the bucket, putting it back down, picking up the bucket, putting it back down. Right. So as we alluded to earlier, as Wanda's stress gets higher, she loses control. Uh, And I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily that. I don't know if it's like a range thing. Oh, I think it is. I think it has to be. I think if she can't devote everything to it, she can't control everyone. That's true. Because as this episode is going on, she's more and more stressed. Her brother shows up randomly. Right. She was just fighting with her husband. Um, but in the real world, Jimmy, Darcy, and there, they notice that there are humans on the outskirts of the hex that are barely moving. Um. And they multiple times say, hey, don't go past Allen Street. Uh, so right. Vision makes up an excuse. He lies to Wanda. He says, I'm going to be part of the neighborhood watch. And he goes out as far as he can, basically. And he starts running into people that are doing one task over and over. Like they're like it's a computer and it's overloaded and they don't have the mental capacity to continue doing things. As Jeff pointed out, the woman has one tear just running down her eye, which I guess is alluding to she can somewhat think because Wanda is not putting the effort into controlling her. Right. Um, which is horrifying to think of. Um, it then cuts back after an ad break. Vision makes it basically all the way to the outskirts and people are 100% frozen not doing a thing um it gets suspicious he walks around he notices good old agnes in her car frozen just sitting there frozen um he unlocks her mind she freaks out on him 
um, once again, in order to stop their pain, he has to like put them back under. Uh, it cuts back to Darcy and all them. They're trying. They're trying things. Um, one thing you'll notice is Pietro will bring up a memory. Wanda will be like, "That's not exactly how things went," which is alluding to what's about to happen. Um, at one point, Pietro mentions her dead husband, which I don't think he should have known about. I guess is kind of the issue. Yeah, um, there's there's various bits of bobs that he starts to like, kind like of break the fourth the wall. Yeah, he started to break the fourth wall essentially. Um, at one point. Wanda is clearly emotional and she looks at Pietro and he is bullet ridden like her actual brother that died in Age of Ultron. Right. Uh, and then she snaps back and he's back to normal. Uh, meanwhile, Vision is trying to break out. Yes. Um, Vision is trying to leave the hex. He found the wall and he's trying to push through. Unfortunately, because Vision is dead. Um, as he's pushing through, he loses the Mind Stone in his head, and he starts to fall apart. It looks extremely painful. Uh, he does not look happy. Uh, Darcy tries to save him, but of course, Sword Dude fucks up everything. Um, at this point, one of her sons, which is technically Wiccan, yes. if you know the comics, he is Wiccan, uh, realizes his dad is in pain. Um, and he goes to find his mom. What's the brother? What's the other brother's name? Uh, it's Tommy and Billy or something. It's Tommy right? and Billy. Yeah. Um, they're like dads in pain. Um, that's whenever I think that's whenever Pietro makes the dead husband comment and gets thrown by Wanda. Yes. Um, it cuts back to the vision just falling apart. Um, Which is kind of fucking heart-wrenching because it's almost like he's dying again just like he did in Endgame. Yeah, it's it's horrible to watch, let's be realistic. Um, Wanda think, or uses her powers to expand the hex farther out because that's the right thing to do, Wanda. Judging her. Um, in the meantime, Darcy has been <laughs> fucking handcuffed to a, uh, to a truck, so she gets caught in it. Uh, Vision, because the hex went back over him, he's back whole again. Uh, the the sword base is now a circus, which is all kinds of ironic. Um, but now there more there's more people in Westview, which is just because clearly Wanda's starting to break, and now she's just adding more stress to her. Which whatever. Um. Let's see. Breaking the fourth wall is the next episode. Uh, Andrew said that this is a take on Modern Family in the Office, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, Modern Family in the Office both do a lot of um, talking heads, is what they're called, where they're just staring at a camera and talking. Uh, this is set in modern times. Um, nothing really here is crazy. But throughout the episode, you see her power starting to go kind of nuts. Uh, milk goes from a glass bottle to a carton back to a glass bottle like she can't control the field around her um it darcy is now in the circus as an escape artist i don't understand that one uh vision is still questioning everything 
this episode's kind of weird to me. Um, I understand why it needed to happen. Vision's still searching for answers. Uh, the advertisement. So there have been advertisements in every episode of this show, kind of like a commercial break. And each one of them had a purpose. Um, this one stood out more than any of them to me. Um, this talks about the Nexus. It's a it's a pill that helps you like keep your mind right. So it's, it's basically talking about her controlling her brain that's going out of control because she's not able to think straight. Um, also, th- there, this is a subtle Florida reference because the Nexus is where magic meets in Florida. Random, I know. Um, yes. So it cuts back. Uh, Agnes is taking care of the boys, which is great. She's such a good neighbor, right, Jeff? She's such a good neighbor. <sighs> Yeah, uh, they try and send Monica Rambo back in in like a Moon Rover, <laughs> and it doesn't work out very well. Uh, Moon Rover basically destroys itself. Uh, Monica gets out and walks through. I'm not sure how that happens. Um, I guess her powers probably saved her. Is that kind of the gist of it? I guess her powers prevented her from getting fucked up by the void. Yeah, it's so once she goes through the portal, um, she kind of retains a bunch of different powers, essentially. Right. Um, I believe Spectrum is the latest name that she has in the comics lore. Um, she begins to see different, you know, obviously the different Spectrums, but she can also i think fly and she also has super strength super speed maybe and super speed i think yeah so like she's got a lot of different things going here but she just hasn't like realized her full potential yet i don't think so by far my favorite scene of this episode is as we alluded to earlier and Andrew brought up they're doing talking heads a lot so a construction crew stops Darcy and Vision from getting to where they need to go. So they have a talking head with the Vision sitting in a director's chair talking to the camera. And at one point, he just gets frustrated. He's like, what am I doing? And he stands up and walks off. I'm like, all right, that was pretty fucking funny. It's kind of like in the office when they walk away from the shit. Um, it goes back to Monica Rambo shows up in Wanda's house. Uh, she instantly gets attacked by Wanda because, you know, she's an interloper. Uh, Monica tries to convince her to uh, not do that. Monica's powers activate. Cool. Moving on. That was a very quick, quick thing. Um, Wanda then looks for her boys. Uh, she goes to visit Agnes. And... Uh, she said they're in the basement. First of all, nobody should put kids in a basement. That's a bad idea. Uh, Wanda walks downstairs into the basement, and it's very witchy. I wonder why. Uh, Agnes is actually Agatha Harkness, a classic Marvel character. Did you suspect this at all? Uh, yes, because I knew of Agatha Harkness. Once I noticed that she was... how weird Agnes was acting. Also, the fact that she was dressed as a witch in the Halloween episode. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that in the car she was dressed as a witch. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, also, she has the catchiest song 
on the planet. I don't know why the Agatha song is so good, but it is amazing. Um, I sent Jeff a TikTok earlier of uh, Fallout Boy Uma Thurman uh, and the Agatha song together. Yeah. Um, Agatha's great character. Uh, it shows that she was the one that brought Pietro there. Uh, she's been manipulating things the entire time. Uh, Wait just had... a second. We are right back. Uh, also, she killed the dog. Um, killed Sparky, their dog, which is fucking hilarious. Um, so now there's a plot twist. There's actual witches involved. Um, let's see. What was the next episode? Which is previously on. It shows that she's been like pulling the strings for a majority of this show. Uh, let's see. Uh, cut to the next episode. It's showing Agatha as a teenager or something. Uh, being sorry, uh, my my cat was out of left out of the bedroom, so he was kind of uh, that's fine. complaining. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. So Agatha, I can't tell if she's supposed to be being killed at the stake. I and, think I think she's supposed to be like obliterated here. It doesn't then, work out. They don't realize that she's just absorbing all of their power, right? Um, and I don't think she realized that like this was a thing either. <laughs> yeah, at first. Uh, so that happens. Uh, it starts showing that Agatha has been manipulating everything. Uh, she starts to have a conversation with Wanda about like, "Hey, you're a witch," which blows away the whole mutant thing because that's really fucking confusing. Um. So, and like, that's the other thing I, I realize like they're doing this to set up like potentially, um, stranger things, obviously with Dr. Strange too, pun intended. Um, like, because Dr. Strange does magic, right? right? Like we, we agree that's magic. Yes. He's the sorcerer Supreme, which Agatha mentions that the Scarlet witch, which we'll get into in a second is supposed to be above the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. So Which, the origin story with her yeah. allegedly getting her powers from the Mind Stone um, lead me to believe that she's always had powers. powers to a certain extent and the Mind Stone just activated them. Yeah. So in, in the next, like the last episode, she... It states that she was experimented on. E yes, so she was experimented on, which is alluded to in Age of Ultron. Right. So, uh, like they this episode, the volunteers. This episode in particular, the the penultimate episode was heart wrenching to a certain degree. Elizabeth Olsen is like on the top of her game in this episode. She's really you know putting a lot of like emotion and everything into what she's doing. Um, overall great episode. Uh, when it shows basically like the influence of the different sitcoms on everything. Um, but this scene in particular, where we're just showing on the stream right now, where she's looking into the mindstone and the mindstone comes to her. Um, it basically shows her a vision of what she could look like in the future. I think 
she's always had some sort of power, but the Mind Stone just finally like unlocked it, maybe. Or right. she's always had latent powers, and it just kind of amplified them. Correct. Uh, it shows her in in like a silhouette of basically the Scarlet Witch outfit, which we'll get into a bit. Uh, it then cuts to Agatha walking her through more memories, including her being locked in the Avengers compound, uh, where her and Vision's relationship really bloomed. You see that a lot in H. Voltron, uh, where he tries to stop her. And Civil War, I guess, would be the other movie where that relationship builds a lot um, because they end up fighting each other. Well, yeah, because Civil War is, there's a scene where she like, accidentally flicks her shot like in a in a random thing and it hurts people and that's kind of where the sokovia accords no really started. she uh crossbones had a bomb in the middle of the flea market yes um, and she put him in a bubble and threw him up in the air right but she was too close to a building and it destroyed half of a building killing a bunch of people that's where Sokovia Accords came from. Right. Um, which is the whole crux of Civil War. So again, it's showing um, her relationship with Vision Building. Uh, it then cuts to her at S.W.O.R.D. headquarters. Um, which is, I'm glad they showed this because initially when they showed, like, Haywood was trying to like justify, like, hey, this is why we're doing all the things. And it's that clip of uh scarlet which breaking in and stealing vision's body because we're to up up until this point it's been alluded to that she stole his body she reanimated it and that's right. the vision that we have she's just controlling puppet vision correct um where it shows here that it really isn't the case yeah um, which which begged a bunch of different questions where is vision's body correct and then it's revealed in the post credit scene of course what really happened yeah um she steals vision's body quote unquote uh it shows her drive into westview um still just heartbroken um she walks into a plot of land that she think owned i couldn't yeah tell if she so owned it or not so the she basically deed in her hand or something yeah the the deed essentially was basically saying like vision bought this land to start their home to start their home now this is before the events of uh in game game and infinity war which is why like a lot of people i think were confused they're like why is everything so dilapidated in in this you know space you have to remember a lot of people <laughs> left and, and those then all houses of a were not taken care of yeah Right, so like th- it makes complete sense that the the plot of land wouldn't have anything on it, and that's that's why she's basically constructing her own home. Right. So next, it shows her grief just taking over. Um, she builds her house from basically nothing, uh, and then she throws the hex out, which transforms modern day New Jersey to 1950s New Jersey. Um, it then follows with energy pouring out of her turning yellow which is the color of the mind stone which is what powered vision in building the vision again um and then it cuts to vision in the 50s in black and white staring at wanda in color looking very confused and then all of a sudden recognizing 
Wanda is starting to realize what's going on, and then she snaps into black and white, and it's episode one. Um, and meanwhile, it shows Wanda looking at this from like a third person perspective, and it turns into a TV set, watching herself. Agatha's just in the audience, clapping because she is basically the director. She helped manipulate all of this. She made her grief worse. She controlled a lot of what was going on. And correct me if I'm wrong. She basically like recognized the, the amount of power that was happening, and kind of, and she and, was drawn to it, and she went and manipulated it once she got inside the house. Right. That's my okay. understanding. Yeah. Um, at this point, Agatha brings up the title Scarlet Witch, not as a code name, as a title. Right. Um, similar to Sorcerer Supreme. Um, this is the episode, I think you mentioned that there's a post-credit scene with the Vision's body. Correct. Um, turns out Sword is basically making a new Vision. Can't go well. Um, at the end of it, it turns on. It looks spooky as shit. Um, and then you get to the final episode and final episode came out today or yesterday. Um, basically came out today. Yeah. Just a fight scene. The first 30 minutes or so is just a fight scene between Agatha and Wanda and, um, and vision and vision. Um, it shows Agatha once again being like, Hey, you're the Scarlet witch. You have this title. Um, if you are unleashed, you will bring chaos to the world. You will end the world. Um, Agatha has the ability to absorb energy. So as Wanda's throwing it at Agatha, it's just being absorbed. Um, mentions the Sorcerer Supreme at some point in here. Like, hey, you're on par or better than the Sorcerer Supreme. Well, so that's when she, that particular moment is when she mentions the dark hold. And are you familiar with that at all? The book. Yes. But like specifically what it is. No. Is it the so, so the dark hold is, it's a very bad book. Um, it's known as the book of sins, book of cells, or the book of the damned. Um, it's made of dark matter from hell. Uh, and basically, so this is, this is the part where a lot of people are getting a little upset. Um, this was featured originally in agents of shield. Ah. So in that particular version, um, <sighs> they use it to create a, uh, a virtual world car called the framework which basically has some ties to this in, in, in effect because they're talking, it's like a simulated reality, basically like the agents are thrown into this thing and they're not quite sure what's going on. People are different. The affiliations are different, stuff like that. So it has ties to that, but the fact that, um, it was used in WandaVision basically kind of like retcons a lot of the stuff that happened in S.H.I.E.L.D. So now they're not sure if it's the same book. Essentially, uh, because it's the Book of the Damned, it basically gives you immense power. 
Um, but it also makes you batshit insane crazy. Interesting. Uh, so the fact that, um, you know, Agatha had it for years and years and years and years makes me believe that she's probably gone a little crazy because of it. But then again, I don't know how much she actually read it. Right. Um, she's obviously got a bunch of power, but that just could be from years and years of study. Uh, and she even mentions in the last episode, she's like, my magic, like it takes years and years of practice to do this shit. And you're just doing it like out of nothing. Right. Um, um, yeah. I mean, at this point in the episode, vision and vision are fighting. Um, Wanda ends up in the streets of Westview the people because she's fighting she doesn't have much mental control either that or Agatha's let them go all these people are snapped back to normal they are in pain they realize that Wanda has been doing it and they are pissed um, Wanda starts yelling at them I will make you feel better I will make you safe still trying to justify all this which at that point I'm like, well, you just lost some of your credibility as a hero because well, you want to keep like, them. And like that's the other thing. She thinks that she's so I could be completely wrong. A lot of these people in this town were there when she drove in. Right. I, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of them probably were people that were snapped back. And consequently, they're coming back to lives because, like, that's the other thing. When you get snapped back five years later, people have probably moved on. Yeah. Right. The wife or significant other that you had then probably is probably like, look, we're with, I'm with someone else now. I can't just, I can't turn back time. Right. So there's probably a lot of these people that are, you know, they're feeling grief of their own. Um, and I think she may have taken advantage of that when she came into this town because it was probably a lot of people that were in this right. you know, vulnerable state. Um, as they're yelling at her, finally Wanda kind of snaps and basically puts a chokehold on all these people. Like you see her screaming and all of a sudden everybody has like a red chain around their neck and they all start choking. Um, this is her powers running amok again. Um, at this point, Wanda realizes her mistake and she tries to open the hex, which has been holding people in. Um, it it kind of works. I mean, she gets cracks open in it. Um, clearly, it's looking like she is struggling to do it. She is telling all the people to run. The city is trying to convert back to normal. Um, all of a sudden, she kind of loses her cool something i can't really tell what actually caused her to stop oh the police showing or vision crashing well, um, vision crashing and the fact that and starting she, to fall apart yeah like so she realizes up, that it, her children start to show up and they're all yeah. falling apart because they're constructs of this reality um so once again she lets her emotions take over and she reseals still the hex vision and the kids are back to normal uh, meanwhile, Agatha is absorbing so much power from Wanda. Um, I was confused on how this was going to turn out. Um, 
the military made its way into Westview whenever the gates were open. Uh, I don't. The military was so fucking useless in this shit. The children beat up the military. Well, so and also like this this particular scene that you're showing with the vision meeting white vision, quote right. unquote. Um, I mean, it is what it is. So the fact that he was like, look, if you're going to kill vision, I'm not technically vision. I was like, oh, man, that's so fucking clever. Um, Because he like finally realizes like, well, I'm a construct. I'm not the real vision. But let's just, you know, rebuild the memories that you had that are laying dormant. Turns into a mental chess at a certain point. Um. Yeah, the ship the, of I, requ- I request elaboration. I was like, oh, they're about to talk. Yeah. Um, they they bring up the story of the ship of Theseus. Theseus, I always can't talk. Um, basically, the general idea is if you replace enough parts, is it the original still? That's, that's the long and short of it. Um, Vision says, no, I'm, I'm not, but I am, but I'm not. It uh, kind of throws the uh, kind of throws white vision for a loop, um, and vision the the what the construct vision says. All right, I can give you the memories. That's basically all you're missing. Uh, and they kind of do like a Vulcan mind meld, and he gives them all the memories, uh, and he just says, "I am vision," and flies away. Yeah. So obviously, cool that they uh, brought back vision like what like permanently like this is a solution to bring him back um i'm sure he'll figure out a way to you know change it back to his original color scheme or a new color scheme or what have you um so that's cool we didn't technically lose him uh oh the uh bad sword guy tries to kill the kids which i you know like Monica saves them. She has weird powers that I don't understand. Uh, and then it cuts to... Uh, remember in Age Noltron, whenever uh, she used her powers to fuck with people's brains, like made Thor see... Uh, yeah, that was a pretty nightmares. cool callback. Uh, she did that to Agatha. Or, or, or let me re- rephrase that. She thought she did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Agatha knew what I was thought... going on. It was in control. I thought it was a little strange that like Agatha fucking like fell apart so quickly. Yeah. I was like, that's a little suspicious. Yeah. So it turns on her. Wanda is actually being controlled. Uh, a crown appears on her head. The stereotypical, uh, 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 Scarlet witch crown. Uh, so is this, cool. is this the part now where like Wanda's like, look, I'll just give you my fucking power. I don't really want it. Uh, no, no. Um, Wanda is very confused by the crown. Uh, they get out of the mental block, uh, and then they have this fight in space or in the air. Uh, Wanda, uh, which by the way, while I was watching this part, I was like, why is Wanda missing so much? Dude, that's the thing. I completely. Uh, like I was just like, that's kind of strange. Maybe it's just she's like she's like in a weakened state or something. Yeah. And then uh, when Agnes like starts trying to use her power or whatever, and it just fizzles out. I was like, 
huh yeah that's weird yeah so uh wanda is firing at agnes but missing a lot or agatha um wanda then gives quote-unquote her powers to agatha uh and you see wanda like as kind of like a corpse kind of flying there doing nothing uh agatha says yes i've won uh and then agatha goes to use her powers and nothing um turns out all those misses were uh wanda throwing runes on the outside of the walls to control who can use magic in the area which she learned from agnes uh, two episodes Dude, ago. As, as literally as soon as I saw the rune like pop up behind her, I was like, oh shit. Well, I mean, so Wanda was in that like corpse looking state and all of a sudden she looked healthy and fine. And I was yeah. like, huh, that's, that's odd. And then you see the runes. Um, Wanda used runes to make it so Agatha couldn't use her powers. Uh, then the crown starts appearing again randomly, I guess, as her powers are getting stronger. Uh, all the power that Agatha took from Wanda starts going right back into Wanda. Um, and then she had to make, she had an outfit change. Well, yeah, because it's presumed that presumed Agatha, Agatha's powers too. Oh, is it? I Well, because you see part of the purple right, going the, into her. Yeah. So she's basically uh, I think if if we're if we're looking at this correctly, the Scarlet Witch was always foretold, right? Right. So there is a series of events that would have led to the Scarlet Witch being created, essentially. Obviously, that change of events have happened. This is the final step. Was her finally yeah, accepting what she is? Yeah, yeah, she's accepting what she is. She's now taken the power of you know agnes or agatha arkness and then um she's like look i'm the fucking scarlet witch i guess uh <laughs> um uh by the way her outfit looks cool as shit it does so like uh, it's obviously... a mixture of the original outfit and yeah. her outfit from the mcu way to explain it and this the next like set of scenes is basically really interesting because like she's like look Obviously, like, I can't hold up this illusion. However, I'm going to fucking punish you, bitch, because, like, you fucked with me and my family. Um, and Agatha straight out of the college, she's like, you are cruel, like, for doing this. I was like, yeah, but at the same time, like, you're kind of cruel because, like, you weren't going to hold up your end of the bargain originally. So you're just an evil person in general. What I think is interesting is Agatha says, you're going to need me. Yeah. Uh, in the comic continuity, Agatha is the babysitter for Wiccan and uh, his brother. Um, and kind of mentors them. Oh, did we talk about Pietro at all? Like yeah. in this episode? Yeah. He's an actor. That really bummed me out. That was pretty funny. That really bummed me out because I was like, look. You had one opportunity to to bring it all together, to start bridging that gap, and you threw it away. Uh, also, I love the fact that the military guys just watched her forcibly take away someone's will when they're just like, "Okay, dude, um, this whole thing." 
like the last minutes of this episode where she like says goodbye hurtful it hurts the vision and the way like i'm i'm grateful that they didn't show the red beam like killing the kids because oh, i was like that yeah. would have been fucking heartbreaking so, as this is happening the hex is starting to shrink um wanda and vision walk back to their home with their kids uh they switch back into regular outfits and they go and tuck in their sons to bed um as they're tucking in you can see the red hue of the hex starting to close in on their bedroom yeah uh wanda and vision say good night and they walk away as the boys go to sleep uh, wanda and vision talk for a little bit talks about how he's not gonna say goodbye goodbyes are sad um, he makes up a lie to not say it basically um, they talk about how they've said goodbye before and then he came back so maybe it'll happen again so they don't say goodbye uh, the hex closes in it shows the actual neighborhood surrounding them which includes just like destroyed homes and that kind of thing um this last part's a tearjerker uh vision asks what am i yeah and instead of just being like you're the love of my life you're whatever uh wanda is brutally honest she goes you're the piece of the mind stone that lives within me you are a body of wires and blood that i created Get the rest of what she says. I'm waiting for the subtitles. Uh, you are my sadness and my hope. But that's fucking harsh. Um, they embrace one more time. Uh, the rings disappear, which was cool. Uh, Vision says a memory made real, and it shows the hex close in and finally take over their house. Uh, it you watch as it reverts back to the '50s style. And then vision just fades away. Yeah, and it's it's heavily like implied that she's reabsorbing the mind stone back into her. Yeah. Um, um it, it cuts to her back in her outfit from whenever she first walked into the house. I really like that jacket. I like that hood. Uh yeah. Uh it she's now surrounded by the frame of a house. That's it. She looks destroyed. Uh, she throws her hood up, the one that Jeff likes so much. Emo. And she starts walking back into town. Uh, Which all at this the point, are there. Yeah, at this point, like, mugging the shit out of her. I'm sure she should have been like, "I'm sorry, guys. I would have just left." Um, I'm sorry that I fucked up. And then Monica is like, "I ain't gonna try to stop you because I know I can't." Right. And then she just flies away. She doesn't say anything to the citizens, which I get, but she switches to her new outfit and just dips. Yeah. Which done with New Jersey, I guess. Understood. Completely understood. Uh, she flies away far, far away. So this is where the episode ends. Technically, uh, there's two post credit scenes, right? First, first post credit scene is what Monica we're watching Rambo. right now. Monica Rambo uh random agent pops up says hey they need to talk to you in the theater she's like all right cool no worries then she's looking around the theater and then that's when the agent turns into a scroll yay scrolls um 
is like, hey, yo, uh, he says that, uh, he, you know, I'm, I'm an old friend of your mom's or like rather, with you. yeah, he wants to meet with you up in space. Specifically, she says he, which is probably Nick Fury uh, in because remember at the end of Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, which, oh, wait, have you seen Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah, Todd? Of course, of course. You watch the post credit scene? What? The one where he gets like slandered? No, so it shows Just that Nick Fury and um, Maria. Oh, hanging out with the two scrolls. Well, they were scrolls the entire time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Nick Fury's on a ship and yeah. So he's out in space. Yeah. Um, heavily implied that that's probably you know who she's talking to because you know he is not Captain America. Right. Or not Captain America, Nick Captain Fury. Marvel. Um, so that's that post credit scene. The other post credit scene was a little bit more interesting. That's um, an understatement. Yeah. So I, I don't know about you, but I got heavy, incredible Volk vibe, incredible Hulk vibes from this. Where he just isolated himself. Yeah. And it's like isolation day, blah, blah, blah. Days without incident. Cause it's basically the same shot. I hated this comping shot, by the way. The zoom in. Because it literally looks like she's just sitting on a green screen stage and they just comped in a random house behind her. Like, it, it looked fake to me. It bothered the fuck out of me. Anyways, um, I think she's in Sokovia, first off. Right. That um, makes sense. It just looks old world European type of thing. A little uncertain why... Tea? A little uncertain as to why she's projecting like herself outside maybe because she'll be under surveillance and she doesn't want to be like seen but obviously uh you find out that it is projection the real one is actually above a bed um reading the dark hold and she hears her kid which is probably wiccan i don't remember which one's which so that that to me sets off a whole bunch of things a she's reading the dark hold that's Uh, an issue right (laughs) that's a huge issue that's that's a problem so she's probably gonna go a little crazy from that but i mean like really crazy but the fact that she's hearing her kid means a couple different things and we're getting into what's known as the multiverse right of madness multiple parallel dimensions essentially Uh um I have a feeling that she is realizing that there's multiple parallel dimensions as she's reading this and that she's attempting to rescue her kids from parallel dimension in which they already exist in which they are truly like her children. She's going to pluck them from that dimension and bring them into this one. And that's going to cause all sorts of fucking problems. Now, this is also extremely convenient for the MCU as a whole. Okay. And what I mean by that is the fact that they now have the ability to pull random people from different parallel universes who may or may not be dead. So. I.e., they could bring back Tony Stark if they wanted to. What about Logan? They could bring back Logan. They could bring back Captain America. Because Chris Evans. Who is Logan again? I forgot who the actor was. Huge <laughs> Jackman. Jack they could, you know, bring in alternate 
you know, she could bring back Pietro, for instance. Nah, don't do that. So, but what I'm trying to say is, is that they now have a built-in excuse to say, oh, well, she just plucked them out of the multiverse. Uh, this is Tony Stark from Earth, blah, blah, blah. This isn't a new thing in comics. You like mean Marvel, six. Yeah, Marvel is fucking hugely famous for having uh, multiple universes. Uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse did stuff that's like this. That's, that's not real. Well, the what I'm trying to say is, is that the next Spider-Man movie is allegedly supposed to be dealing with the multiverse. The next Doctor Strange multiverse. Um, Captain Marvel 2, I don't know what that's going to deal with, but they're conveniently setting up the fact that, hey, you can have different people show up at different times. Uh, just because you're dead doesn't mean you're necessarily dead. Um, stuff of this nature, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> But like, because um, when when uh, Captain America finally like handed off his shield to the Falcon, right? I was like, sweet, they're gonna make him fucking the next Captain America. And then obviously we got the TV show that's coming out, uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon, in which he apparently struggles with that mantle. And then I start hearing Chris Evans wants to come back for Captain America four. Mm. and i was like that bums me out first off it bums me out that he only took like what two to three years to make a decision about like oh i want to come back because money probably but like even robert downey jr has been rumored to be like coming back in cameos and shit because his other endeavors haven't paid out so well since he left the mcu did you watch dr doolittle uh no I would I'm, not recommend I'm not it. Not a fool. I would not recommend it. I haven't even watched it and I wouldn't recommend it. Alright. Well, to wrap up this series, uh, it was way better than I expected. It shows that they can do TV shows um way better than Agents of Shield and Immortals. Um I'm it makes me more excited for Loki than anything. Yeah, so Loki's coming out in June. Um, and that's the other thing. They haven't really said, like, established timelines and stuff. We know this is set after, like, we know WandaVision is set after the snap, for yeah. sure. Um, I assume that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is also set after the snap. And I assume Loki is set in 2012 yeah yes and no so or at least it starts in 2012 so loki is probably the most interesting thing on the docket because they run into uh basically like the time agency i think is the appropriate term it's not the actual name of the agency you mean the Um, adjustment bureau kind of with matt damon kind of or do you um, mean the Time Police from uh, Umbrella Academy? Very similar to that. So the Time Variance Authority is basically they uh, correct things that could be considered wrong with time. 
So like if you fuck up the time stream too much, it could potentially bring you to this council essentially that'll look at you and say, Oh, this we're gonna fucking put you in prison because you're fucking with things that you shouldn't be. Now, if we follow the original this explanation of how time travel works in endgame, um in relation to the Infinity Stones, there's the possibility that because he took the Infinity Stone out, he threw things that away. Of the, exactly, he took it out in a way that it wasn't supposed to happen. Which means it would start in 2012. Yes, I suppose so, but that also means that he could be hopping through time streams as well. Right. So it'll be fascinating really to see exactly what happens because in this scene right here that you're looking at uh i presume there's a mongolians i I, just looking at their attire i don't know exactly that's fine um it's just first off owen wilson in a serious role haven't seen that in a while kind of random that he pops up in this right um I don't know. I'm excited for. Loki. I had no idea that was Owen Wilson, by the way. Yep. No Hi. idea. I, I barely wow. heard the audio of him talking, so I had no idea. Um, Honestly, to me, he looked more like uh, Howard Stark. Yeah, that's what I was. Than anything thinking. else. So. Um, I'm I'm super excited for Loki. Um, once again, like I said, this proves that they can do uh i mean that's a pan am flight attendant basically right so that's like 40s through 60s yeah so it's obvious it's obvious that he is going to be going around different eras and different so wait did he just use the bifrost yes but i don't want to know i'll wait until the show listen it's so much so much speculation right um, just like WandaVision, we're gonna be like, oh, we know what's going on, and then and then Agatha don't really... shows up and it right. fucks we up really... our brains. So just to, before we um before we wrap up just real quick, yeah. stuff that was constantly alluded to throughout the show, Ralph, um I'm I think a messenger. I think a lot of people assumed that he was Mephesto. That's going to bring up a whole other can of worms. Well, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I think Marvel does a really good job of um, throwing in Easter eggs, especially in this show. And then they they twist your conventional thoughts. Because, like, Mephesto had a heavy hand in a lot of the storylines with Wanda. Yeah. Um, So... I think they're avoiding basically doing that just yet because I have a strong feeling that he's going to show up in um, the new Doctor Strange movie. All right. What's, what's the next MCU movie to come out? Um, let's see here. Release schedule. I want to say we're in phase four. So we have WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Black Widow is technically the next MCU movie to release. 
which would be May 7th, 2021. Uh, then you've got Loki. Then you have Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which technically, count. technically not you know, MCU. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, especially July 9th. The fuck is that? There's a lot with that. Um, a, t- a series that I'm really excited for is What If. Oh, yeah. Um, because that's got a lot of like if you <laughs> it's in the title right if you ever wanted to see peggy carter become captain britain that's in there um what if uh t'challa was actually picked up by um shit i forget his name now who's the guy who picked up peter quill uh ego yeah no that yeah. was his dad oh Oh, Yondu. Uh, Yondu. Michael Rooker. Yeah, so T'Challa becomes basically Star-Lord. That's horrific sounding. I mean, that's in What If. Um, Eternals pops up November 5th, 2021. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th. Hawkeye is apparently coming out in 2021. The show. Miss Marvel is also supposed to pop up in late 2021. Uh don't really care about morbius because that's not mcu and then finally the one that i am excited for that we will not get until 2022 doctor strange multiverse of madness and thor love and thunder that'll be a while um but that gives us a lot to be excited for um we might do falcon and winter soldier in review i i intend to watch it and then I'll go from there. I didn't yeah. expect us to be doing a show about WandaVision. Um, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. So we've all been tricked before. We've all been tricked before. Um, but that's it. Uh, if you have thoughts on WandaVision, please leave a comment on our Facebook page or rantingmedia.com uh, on this post. Uh, we do streams at least three days a week. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to this special Real Reporters episode. Once again, I'm bringing it back using the name just to annoy Jeff. Uh, once again, for Jeff Stevens, I'm Todd Harden. Have a good night. Good night.